Hi there, I'm James Dapache, and this is Coffee and a Case Note. I forgot the coffee this time, but I hope you'll forgive me. Uh, team, today we are going to talk about a sale of a piece of real estate in Sydney. Um, the uh, amount paid on completion when the sale was finished was about $100 million. And it was paid to a party who then went about distributing it in a certain way. And we're going to be talking about a dispute that arises from those funds, from those completion funds. All right, what's going on? Uh, our plaintiff today, plaintiff being someone who kicks off uh, a piece of litigation, who commences proceedings, um, is a former director of a party who has an interest in those completion funds, who has an interest in the money paid for the sale of that property. And what our plaintiff does after the property is sold is goes through the various payments that are contemplated to be made, uh, X million dollars to party A, Y million dollars to party B, and has some questions about the intended payments. And what our plaintiff does in his capacity as director of one of these parties who he says is entitled to payment and indeed is eventually paid some amounts, is to make inquiries. And he makes inquiries that we might be able to nail down into two broad areas. One area, he says, is, uh, hey, there are these significant project management fees in the millions. Can you please provide me with copies of the agreements that evidence that these fees are payable from the completion funds, from the money we got from the sale? Can you, so can you send me those documents? The second uh, question he has is about the reasonably significant director's fees of $600,000 per year. Um, and he says, look, what basis do we have for paying these fees? Could you please provide that? And there's an exchange between our plaintiff and another party that essentially leads to our plaintiff not getting the information he's pursuing and our plaintiff being removed as a director of that entity as the result of a shareholder's resolution. Now, I don't want to dive too deep into the facts here because to describe all the parties, the court needed to use two separate diagrams and there are side deeds and there are all sorts of exciting finance arrangements going on. So I'm not planning to get too deep into the muck and the mire of that. But broadly speaking, what our plaintiff says is, hey, until I was removed, I was a director of this company. I think this company has a claim. I need to get some information about some of these issues. So I'm gonna pursue that information. And I'm gonna say that these payments are being made inappropriately. And on behalf of the company, I want to go and pursue that money. You might remember we've discussed this area of the law before, it's called a derivative action. And so what our plaintiff wants to do is to use section 236 of the Corporations Act to essentially stand in the shoes of that company and pursue those payments that our plaintiff says were made improperly. Okay, so what does section 236 require? And this is now the heart of our discussion today. Well, firstly, our plaintiff has to prove that the company is not going to go ahead and chase this money itself. It has to prove the company is not gonna make the claim. And our plaintiff does that comfortably. Uh, and indeed, the barrister for the company says, yeah, that's right, we're not planning to pursue this claim. 
Second, so there's a tick for that, that first criterion. Secondly, um, the director has to prove that he's acting in good faith, that he's bringing this application for an honestly held and genuine reason and has genuine beliefs about the prospects of the company winning the case. And uh, he satisfies that uh, element of the Section 236 test. The next thing he has to prove is that there's a serious question to be tried. He has to explain to the court, hey, look, there's a real legal issue to be ventilated here. He doesn't have to say the company will definitely win, but he does have to say, look, there are some issues here that give rise to a serious question to be tried. There's something genuine here, uh, legally speaking, to discuss. And he satisfies the court of that relatively low threshold. And I say relatively low, I borrowed that term directly from the judgment and you'll find it in the authorities on this area as well. The next question is, uh, the plaintiff has to prove that it is in the best interests of the company for the claim to be brought. And here, um, the plaintiff uh, says, uh, look, the company's gonna get more money if I bring this claim and win. And so, uh, therefore, it is in the company's best interests. And the court, in short, uh, accepts that proposition, broadly speaking. The court also notes that the plaintiff uh, gives an indemnity in the form of a bank guarantee uh, of $500,000 in respect of any adverse costs order. What that means is, if the plaintiff goes and stands in the shoes of the company, the company loses and has to pay a cost order, well, at least the plaintiff's put 500 grand away uh, that's going to fund that cost order. And so the other side won't be chasing the company. The other side will be able to call on that guarantee for that cost order. The final bit of the Section 236 test is a question about notice. Now, interestingly enough, uh, because all of this stuff was very urgent, uh, the plaintiff, remember our former director, didn't give notice uh, of the claim uh, or didn't give very long, very much notice and just went ahead and did it. Now, the court said in the circumstances, and particularly on the basis of the responses to those other four elements we just discussed, that it was nonetheless appropriate for the notice requirement to be waived. And what the court said in short is, yes, plaintiff, notwithstanding the fact you're a former director uh, and uh, not a current director, uh, you are nonetheless allowed to stand in the shoes of the company and go and pursue what you say are the improperly allocated uh, retention funds. This money from the sale of the property that you say has been paid inappropriately, yep, you can go sue on behalf of the company to go chase that money down. I hope that discussion assisted you, notwithstanding the absence of a cup of coffee, and I look forward to joining you again for an actual coffee and a case note again soon. Cheers.